Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. You've said counties can go deeper into phase two ahead of the state, but can they go into phase three, which includes things like hair salons? If not, then will these now opened businesses need to close? Yeah, they're making a big mistake. They're putting their public at risk. They're putting our progress at risk. We've been clear about that, uh, well aware of those examples. Uh, these are exceptions. These are real exceptions. They're making a mistake. That's uh, Governor Mussolini of California. Arguing a, why a couple of counties wanting to open up are making a mistake. A county supervisor from the county of Placer wrote the following words. Dear Governor Newsom, by what authority do you control how fast counties move forward? Your current state of emergency declaration must be rescinded because the conditions required for a state of emergency no longer exist. Those uh, words written by one Kirk Euler who represents the 4th District of Placer County on the Board of Supervisors. And Kirk joins us now. Hey, how are you? Great, guys. How you doing? Good. Uh, we have been following your efforts and enjoying them uh, on a couple of different levels. Um, why don't you tell us why you think that the governor is um, you know, acting beyond his authority? What do you mean, no state of emergency? Well, it's 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 very simple, and it's not. I think it's. I know it's the governor's own plain language in his declared state of emergency, which you know he did back in early March, and and all of us at the time uh, signed on to. Uh, the governor cites the specific code section five eight eight five that gives him the authority to declare the state of emergency. Well, that very government code section defines what a state of emergency is. 5885 defines 
three different states of emergency that can be declared. There's a state of war emergency, there is a state of emergency, and then there's a local emergency. So we have three definitions. He cited definition 5885B, which describes a state of emergency. And what it says is essentially, if you have a disaster or an imminent disaster caused by a whole host of things, one of which is pandemic, so if we think it's imminent, and as I'm reading the direct language, which by reason of their magnitude are or are likely to be beyond the control of the services, personnel, equipment, and facilities of any single county, city oh. and county, or city. So it's defined right in the language. It says we think it is or is likely to be beyond our control of any single county. And at the time that you guys signed off on that, there was some belief that hospitals were going to be overwhelmed all over the Absolutely. country. Absolutely. And it was, something, that was the, the premise. something the state and federal government were going to have to step in on. At this point, exactly. there's no way it meets that definition. Well, let's ask guys, specifically about Placer County. Can Placer County handle the situation as it stands? Well, let's see. Ten people in our hospital. Anybody seen the size of Kaiser? Anybody seen the size of Sutter? Yeah, we've got 10 people. We have a grand total of four people in intensive care with COVID-related symptoms. They're not there necessarily because COVID is killing them. They have COVID-related symptoms, and they are COVID-positive. But this mm. is that whole issue of definitions and all the rest that you guys have been on. So, no, we, we, we've had eight people die. Guys, here's the problem. We do not have a loss-of-life problem. We have lost two Placer County residents for every 100,000 Placer County residents. This is a loss of livelihood problem. We have lost 7,000 jobs for every 100,000 residents. Wow. Two dead, 7,000 jobs lost per 100,000. We are attacking our livelihoods. We've got the life problem under control. Let people get back to making a living. Well, and you have two blockbuster arguments there. The practical one, which you have just cited, and the fact that there could be nothing more horrifying than a so-called state of emergency that's declared just because the leader wants to, then keeps it in place as long as they want to. I mean, that's you don't have to be like a 400-level poli-sci grad student to understand what the, the problem is there. Well, and Joe, the, the, the very next definition after state of emergency, which is what the governor cites, reads local emergency means the duly proclaimed existence of conditions of disaster, extreme peril to the safety of persons and property within the territorial limits of a county, city and county or city. We might have a couple of local emergencies around here. Some folks in Southern California, the county of Los Angeles might say, we have a local emergency. We would like state aid and state assistance. That's why you establish a local emergency is you're asking for state aid and state assistance. Those of us who don't need it, those of us who don't want it, those of us who want him the hell out of our business, we are defaulting now to this to say, by what authority are you keeping this in place? By what authority are you asserting that this lockdown should continue? Are you getting an answer from anybody? Oh, no. I mean, why, why, well, it'll get loud enough. If it gets loud enough, if enough cities and counties, instead of asking, instead of bowing to the governor and kissing his ring, you know, and doing that and saying, may we please, Governor, sir, reopen, if more cities and counties start asserting this, and if Javier Becerra takes five minutes away from suing the Trump administration to actually enforce the law, 
then we can get out from underneath this thing. Yeah, it seems Kurt like Euler the, is a uh, Placer County Board of Soups supervisor. Yeah, it seems like the only the, the card you got to play if they're not going to respond to you is you just got to open. People just have to open and then you know well, make them challenge it. There's that. In our board meeting on, on Tuesday, when we passed the resolution, um, with, and I appreciate the, the 5-0 vote of my colleagues on our resolution, uh, when we passed the resolution, we had an open discussion about proceeding with litigation. Uh, so we are prepared. If we do not hear back from the governor by the end of this week, we're prepared to have a special meeting of our board early next week to uh, initiate litigation to seek, seek an injunction against the governor being able to enforce a state of emergency where none clearly exists without him having to uh, compelling him to demonstrate conditions warrant a state of emergency. Hmm. Well, listen, and I'm aware that you might not want to show your cards before it's time to lay them on the table, but is there any uh, thought of going Rosa Parks and just refusing to uh, to leave your seat, to, to go ahead well, and allow places to open? Let me, let's put it this way. The county of Placer, and I want to thank our, our sheriff, Devin Bell, he made it known early on, ain't no way in hell we in Placer are going to let people out of jail so as to create room in our jails to make way for cosmetologists and restaurateurs. That ain't happening. So we are not, we, none of the mechanisms of Placer County are being used to enforce the governor's state of emergency. So I'll just put that out there, and business owners can read that as they want. None uh-huh. of the mechanisms of gotcha. Placer County are being used to enforce the governor's state of emergency. There now, go. we know the governor is using every lever in his control, be it the alcohol beverage control licensing, cosmetology licensing. He is contacting businesses directly to let them know if they go ahead and reopen, in spite of the fact that Placer County won't do anything their liquor That's incredible. might be at risk. Yeah. You know, Kirk, I understand asking you to do work is uh, not exactly <laughs> noble on my part, but it seems to me even uh, no matter what happens, it would be worth litigating this. This is really important going forward. Yes. Yes. I, I agree. Okay. I agree. We, we, because this, why do you think they keep bringing up this phrase, a new normal? Ooh. The new normal isn't that they want us to accept social distancing and not handshaking and, co- and possibly wearing masks. That's not the new normal they're talking about. The new normal they're talking about is the amount of centralized command and control that they are trying to consolidate at the state level. That's the new normal they want. That's good stuff right there. Kirk Euler is a supervisor in Placer County, which, uh, for those tuning in listening to the podcast around the country, is... Uh, to the north and east of Sacramento, California, and stretches for many, many miles to the Nevada border um, and has some very dense populated places and then uh, miles of vast and gorgeous mountain territory. Uh, Kirk, hey, stay in touch. Keep fighting the good fight. We want to know what happens next, okay? That was really good. Very well yeah. stated. You're the man. Thank you, guys. Thanks. Thanks, Kirk. Yep. How good was that little impassioned plea he had in the middle there about uh, the numbers and lives versus livelihood? Yeah, yeah. There, there's, and, there's. Well, it's, it's a, it's an open and shut case in terms of the, the law of it. I'm no lawyer, but it sure sounds mm-hmm. pretty. Oh, yeah. Plain. It doesn't sound like there's a lot of opportunities for uh, making it more complicated than it is. Um, you just do not have the power, Mister Governor, at this point to be in a state of emergency and run that county. 
Right, and the laws surrounding the state of the emergency, which passed, I believe, in 1970 when Reagan was the governor, are are very, very specific. It it does not say, once declared, you know, you ought to end it sometime. No, there's got to be an actual emergency that overwhelms, you know, cities and counties that they cannot deal with. It's very specific. So it's a legal and open shut, open and shut. It's a logistic open and shut. From the point of view of anybody who loves liberty, this should be really, really scary. And, and the scariest part is the, the dearth of voices in the state government who are saying, uh, uh, hey, this is, this is not right. This is out of control. Hey, Democrats in the Capitol, are you serious with this? I mean, are you so hungry to enact your social agendas or whatever that you're willing to let pretty, pretty Gavin run amok? Aren't you the party of the working man? Oh, that's a load of crap. They're the party of the unions. Oh, I'm sorry. This should be bipartisan. This should be bipartisan. I'm a Christian man. I apologize. <laughs> Uh, so, anyway. I'm thinking about eating my neighbors. <laughs> I've had Sizing to think about up. it. I'm not happy about it. Or chain them up and field dress them. What's that thing he says, Sean? Combat model. Optimum efficiency. <laughs> Probably the leader. Nice. All right, that's good stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, that well, is a guy in political office who is uh, applying foot to high knee. And uh, I appreciate it. God dang it. And I, I have a couple of friends with small businesses who've been waiting. It's not like, you know, this Friday or next Friday. They're thinking every day, can it be tomorrow? Can it be this afternoon? Because right. every single day is a big deal. Every single day. Right. Yep. All right. Well. How, how about the working man? Like Jack started to make the point. The common person, the hairdresser, the laborer, the the the, the construction guy, you know, whatever. Do you care about those people or not? I'm asking you, state capital. Armstrong and Getty. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. See new things. Try new things. Go back centuries while living in the moment. Forge new paths while discovering old ones. Pedal, paddle, and paint while trekking, tasting, and tailoring experiences that transform you into a better version of yourself. Immerse yourself in the world by activating your mind, your heart, and your body on a river cruise exclusively from Avalon Waterways. Save with limited time offers at AvalonWaterways.com. Avalon is cruising. Elevated. So, should we go electric? I think we should go electrified with Toyota. Electrified? Electrified means options. Yes, we could go all electric with a Toyota BZ4X, but then there are hybrids like Grand Highlander, or we could do something in between like a RAV4 plug-in hybrid. So, Toyota is electrified diversified? Yep, and with more options for reducing carbon emissions, the closer we all get to Toyota's Beyond Zero vision for the future. Exactly how much coffee have you had this morning? Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero.